Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Over the announcement, but when I actually got here and set up, like to set up on time, and then the internet acted like it didn't want to be here. Like, okay, come on, my brother, don't be the stupidest one. We got this. 
And you know what? When you're inside of Starbucks, coffee smells amazing. But when you sit here for a while, and then you walk outside, and you go to your car, there's this pungent odor <laughs> that just kind of sticks to you. And you're like, what is that smell? It smells like burnt stuff. And that's what it, 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 it just lets you know just how strong Starbucks coffee is. How is everyone doing today? It is Friday. It is an amazing day. Don't judge me, but I have some, some mini Mrs. Berry's cherry pie too. For breakfast this morning, I got me my lunch kit, some coffee. Pretty good. Okay, so we're going to go over a few things this morning. We are going to review all of the events that are taking place. Then after that, we are going to go over the rest of the 2% rule and then review the 1% rule. Open it up for questions. We're going to be here a little longer than 9 this morning. Maybe a little longer than 9 because there was a lot of announcements and I want to give you the time you deserve when it comes to the, the real estate. So, okay. It's a, it's a song. It's a song by Black Eyed Peas. I love to get it started and it always pops in my head. <laughs> Not <laughs> Oh, and y'all remember that uh, it was, I think it was a Wednesday morning. I figured out what was wrong. My allergies and my sinuses were like on 1,000 that day. So my my comprehension, like everything, my whole head, there was just pressure in my whole head. So the to, the th to think period was a hard task for me. <laughs> when I figured it out, I was like, oh, because the kid woke up that morning too. He, he had... I, he had a bad moment at school, but when he gets in the car, he always tells me I had a rough day. And then turn around and, and then he turns around and tells me, Mommy, I got I did this and I did that and I did this in school. I said, Well, why don't you start off with that? He's like, Oh, I said, you didn't have a bad bad day. You just had a bad moment. And so now he tells me, Mommy, I had a good day. I had one bad moment, but it didn't last long. But I had a good day today. And I'm like, Yes. So we cheer good day. I am learning, Mr. Field. Nobody gives you a parenting, a parenting, the parenting one-on-one and say, this is how you do it. <laughs> It'll be so much easier. But as I've, as I've been told by every parent, every child is different. So what manual works for one is not going to work for the other one. I was like, oh, okay. So I see the point of not writing this. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's get started tomorrow. Yay. Oh, they play a ball of confusion. They should be rolling this morning. Okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we will have our full moon event. I'm super excited. When I get home today, I'm going to be preparing for the full moon event. Um, I'm going to work backwards this time on the full moon event announcement. Normally, you start from the beginning. I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. So you're, you are for the full moon event. You are going to need notebook, paper, notebook or paper. 
pen or a pencil or and or depending on how you like to take notes or you can use a digital journal optional you can have use sage incense or candles preferably use white sage um, your incense is a fragrance of your choice or you can google what incense helps draw in positive energy or things like that frankincense myrrh sandalwood um, you can also research for those of you who are in the leadership class if you um, if you know your astrological sign you can actually research what incense helps around you and you can go purchase that incense for me it's trying to remember what it was for me i think it's sandal oh sandalwood no sandalwood for me i also use frankincense and myrrh i started using one called choppa which is pretty heavy i can actually use too so you can you can do that as well um candles you can like candles get a white candle or if there's something specific that you want to draw energy to you can research what color represents what when it comes to your candles like um, pink represents love green represents prosperity um white is just it represents all all colors black represents the absence of energy but not absence of energy but the absence of color so i i normally just keep a white candle burning at all times that's just me but i'm preparing for tomorrow i'm super excited what you can expect during the full moon event tomorrow a guided meditation and if you heard antonio's guided meditation super awesome soul connecting journaling healing discussion circle and cleansing breath. Now, just like the moon, expect to go big this month. Expect to go real big. Whatever it is that you are hoping for, wishing for, want to draw energy to, use this event to help do that and go big, like pull out all the time. Jerome said yesterday he has five projects he's working on simultaneously. That's not going big. I don't know what is because most people are telling him, Jerome, you're doing too much. You need to only focus on one at a time. And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> also, um, again, the hunter's moon is the first full moon after the harvest moon, which is in September. And it's the first full moon after the autumn equinox. It's a time for harvest. And it's a time to prepare your soil for your next planting season. Now that could be physical soil. That could be your your soil. Preferably your soil. Fertilize your soil. And if you want to participate, if you would like to participate in the full moon event. I'm putting the, the, uh, uh, the payment in the chat, excuse me. Yes, the meditations are awesome and powerful. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, Prophet Jerry. Here we go. It's dollar sign V-A-T-S-J, no R. And it's going to be Saturday. October, October 8th, 2022, 
7 p.m. Central Standard Time. There we go. And for those of you who signed up, uh, Grace, if you have a list of those who have signed up, if you can shoot that to me, that would be great. Um, that way we can make sure they get what they need for the event tomorrow. Also make sure that they are with Ibrahim. Because if you sign up for the event, you get either a free podcast cover or you get a free logo at no cost to you from Ibrahim uh, when you sign up for the full moon event. So uh, text your name, your email address, and your phone number to us after you have uh, made your payment for the event so we can send all of that information to Ibrahim. All right. Next on the agenda, ladies and gentlemen, we have Wanders. Make sure I spell that right. Wanders in prison. There we go. Wanders in prisoners. If you have been listening to this podcast, it is absolutely amazing. You're watching TV. <laughs> absolutely amazing. There's a link so you can listen to it on your Android in the chat. There's a link so you can listen to listen to it on Apple Podcasts in the chat. And also to donate to the podcast, which helps feed the prisoners and get, and get them toiletries and things of that nature. The donor link is in the box as well. Uh, once we receive those funds, we will send those over. Um, we will put those over into commissary for the for the prisoners so that they'll, they're able to get food and get commissary. We don't know how that works. You put money into their account, <clears throat> which allows them to go purchase food, or you can actually go online and purchase food for them, and then they can go pick it up. But outside of what the three meals a day that they get that is provided for them, they have nothing. But but, but outside of this, the just the basic that they get, they have nothing else. So if they wanted to get if they wanted to buy soap and toothpaste and things like that, we help them with that. So that's what that link is for. Um, it also helps uh, Mr. Antonio, because <clears throat> uh, for the holidays, he does what Antonio explained. He does a spread for everyone where he just, he goes and he buys a lot of things and on one table, they put everything out and they can all pick from it and sit down and have in fellowship together. So uh, we also, give to him so he can do that as well um if you are if uh, you'll start noticing in the show notes you can start asking questions or if you want to reach out if you want to you can ask questions to us to ask the prisoners in cc Terrell unit and we can ask them for you uh, and have those questions answered for you on the podcast not only that if you, if one of the, if one of the inmates there just so happened to touch you in a special way and you want to reach out to them, let us know. And that way we can get you the information that you need and you can write to them and, and open a line of communication to them. <clears throat> um, but the podcast is amazing. Uh, we will be recording all day Saturday. <laughs> in a 30-minute segment, we will be recording all day Saturday for the podcast. So we have that as well. We're super excited about that. Also, want to also come uh, remind everyone about WanderCon. 
WonderCon is coming December. Hold on, let me pull that one up. I got a lot of areas here. WonderCon is December 12th through December 16th, 2022, this year. And for those of you who like to let me help you out, for those of you who want the exact date, it's on Monday through a Friday. So December 12th starts on Monday. December 16th is on Friday. It is at no cost to you. Absolutely no cost to you. You just come, you show up, you take notes, and you enjoy. Uh, day one is going to be, day one is going to be evaluation day. Sit back and evaluate what's going on. Uh, evaluate yourself, do some introspection. Uh, day two is discover day. Discover day, discover new things or discover new things about yourself, discover ways to move past whatever it is you're going through. Day three is relationship day. Strengthen your relationships, grow your relationships, um, cast stronger bonds with each other. Uh, day four is transformation day. The day you, you know you learn things about transformation, what do you need to transform to transform? Or I've already transformed, what do I do next? And then day five is ascension day. So we're super excited about that. Everyone, please. Uh, I will. I will send links in Discord. And for those, I know Miss Janice isn't on Discord, and Miss Sandra, she uh, said her phone broke, so her Discord is disconnected. So we'll get it to. We'll get everything to everybody that they need. Um, I also get a list of events uh, as Miss Janice asked. I'll put together a list of events that we have going on, and so you guys can go on there and uh, register. Can y'all hear me well or do, do I sound distant or muffled or anything? Y'all can hear me clear? We can hear you, Deanna. All righty, thank you very much. All right, and last thing on the agenda for today is the Framework 11 Week Course. Framework 11 Week Course is based on the Framework Journal itself. And I will share my screen with everyone. There it is. Sharing screen now. So the framework, the framework 11 week course is based upon the framework journal. I released it, but I didn't announce it. I just put it out there. Um, and Antonio got on me for that. So y'all don't do that. <laughs> don't release something and, and don't, you know, tell anybody about it. Um, it's something that I I kept asking myself, what am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? I'm missing something. Why? Why is am I? Why is my brain cloudy and cluttered on a consistent basis? I'm missing something here. Um, and when you ask God or the universe a question, and you genuinely ask a question, you'll get an answer. Just so happens I was asleep when it came to me, and I remembered it when I woke up. So the framework eleven week course is based on the framework journal with the course uh, we'll go through each section of the framework journal from uh, section section from step one all the way to step nine and well actually there's 10 steps total so all 10 steps all 11 steps uh, it's 11 week course each week we're, we're going to go over something different in this course, uh, when you sign up for the course, not only are you signing up for the 11 week course, and it's, uh, it's a way for you. The reason why I have the course set up is because you can 
to fully and truly understand what framework is. And you can go through each step of framework yeah. and master each step and understand why it's in the journal. From there, so when you purchase the journal, I mean, when you purchase the 11 week course, uh, these are the two gifts, these are the gifts that I'm looking for that I'm gonna send to you. So when you sign up, this is what you're going to sign up on. Sorry, y'all. It's $138. <laughs> For 11 weeks, this is what we'll sign up on. When you sign up, please make sure you put your billing address because when you sign up, I'm going to ship out one of these. That is not the one that I picked. Oh, yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I will send you out one of these. Um, I may call you and ask you, you have a preference in color. If not, I'll send the black and gray one or, you know, whatever you choose. If you have a preference, let me know. As you can see, these are the colors you get to choose from. And you do get a choice in the colors. I'm not going to, you know, send you something that you wouldn't normally use, you know. But the reason why I'm sending this is because, as you can see, it takes you from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. in drinking water. And water is one of the ways to help cleanse your body, um, flush your system, and we're made up of water, so it, make, it helps make sure that you're getting all of the water that you need throughout the day. The reason why I'm sending it with framework is because a part of my brand is living a connected life. And living a connected life is mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. So this is the physical aspect of you having a connected life. I'm also looking at this gift right here. That's not it, and I don't know what this page is because that wasn't the page I was at, but <laughs> I'm also looking at uh, this is a, another gift that I will be sending out. Um, you can tell me if you prefer a necklace or a bracelet. I am looking at some other gifts that I want that I would like to send out, but as of now, these are the two that I've chosen from. The reason why is the, uh, if you notice, it's the chakra is a, basically for your, all seven chakras. There's a reason for that because I also understand in all of my studies that if your chakras are blocked, your life is like crazy. And each chakra represents a part of your life from your root to your sacral, to your solar plex, to your heart, to your throat to your, what they call your third eye into your crown chakra. If any one of those are blocked at any given moment, if any one of those are blocked at any given moment, you will know because that aspect of your life will be chaotic. Uh, example, if your sacral chakra is blocked, your relationship and your emotions are all over the place. You're, there's always something going on in your relationship. There's no there's no peace there's no steadiness your your relationship's always up and down up and down, up and, down, up and, down. and that's just an example um and then I, i'm also looking at so you have the option of the necklace or you have the option of what i'm also looking at is if i can get this to minimize and then you have your bracelet and if you notice your bracelet also uh the seven the seven chakra bracelet it is, as you can see, protection, balance, meditation, anxiety, relief. You know, it says men's leather, but as you can see, women, we can rock, rock it too, and men can rock it, you know, men can rock the necklaces. I just need to know what your preference is. So the framework, 
stop. There we go. So you have the good morning, Dr. Uh, Dr. Trask. Thank you, uh, Asia. So if you would like to come, again, it's an 11-week course. It will begin in November because that gives me a chance to make sure that I get all of your items to you. you know, I want you to have everything before we get started, not after we get started or in between getting started or anything like that. If you'd like to sign up for the framework, if you'd like to sign up for the framework 11 week course, and you also get throughout the entire 11 weeks, you get one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. And with that, it, it's it's not, hey, you're doing it wrong, is it? No, it's a, hey, Jan, I got a question. I've been doing, I've been doing my framework, but I still keep hitting this issue or I still keep running into that problem. No, no worries. That's what, that's what it's for. So when you sign up, you'll also uh, receive your next step email letting you know what to do next and you, you get a, you get connected to the connected life community and you'll receive an email and actually I'll, I'll put it i'll put it here now for you it's teaching at the connected com. so if you have any questions about anything it doesn't matter what it is it can be hey i had a dream and i saw frogs in it what does that mean I will research with you <laughs> and I'll send you some links for you to read. There's some things that I found because I've actually had dreams about frogs on multiple occasions. It was really weird. And I was highly afraid of them. Still trying to figure that out. Or in your meditation, if you're meditating and you hear something specific, you can ask questions about that. I was meditating one time and heard a ship horn, which was weird. And I have yet to figure that one out because I don't know. It's not a lot that you can Google with that. So, so that those are all of the things that we have going on through the Assembly of Wonderism here at the ATSGR company. And now, uh, do we have any? Oh, one more announcement, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to open this up and I'm going to share this with you all. All right, here it is. It's the 11th annual Christmas in November free community drive through event. Ms. Kim Landry, one of our lovely, wonderful family members here, is the host for that. Um, you can donate uh, physical gifts, food supplies, or you can your cash app is here. It's dollar sign saving families. And let me, uh, I'll put it in the chat for you as well. It's dollar sign saving family, WW. And you can send a monetary donation. Uh, what she is doing, as you can see, she's putting together drives. Uh, kids must be present to receive their toys. They are accepting donations, uh, toys, non-perishable food items, and they're looking for volunteers. So you can reach out to Miss Kim. And her phone number is 281-241-9202. And you can, uh, so you can donate 
you can drop off the supplies, you can uh, cash out if you aren't able to drop off supplies, and you can also call Ms. Kimmel if you want to volunteer and ask her what you can do to help. So we're super excited about that. We'll make sure you get that shared with everyone. All right, now here we go down to the nitty gritty of things. The 2% rule, we're finishing up the 2% rule. Oh, let me go back and find it. Ah, there it is. All right. So yesterday we discussed what the 2% rule was. And again, the 2% rule is an investing strategy where you risk no more than 2% of what I call your, your risk money or your play money. If you, uh, your risk money or your play money. So again, you know, Uncle Jerome had $500,000 of play money. And instead of him getting happy and playing with his play money, he's like, you know what? I want to make sure <laughs> that I don't spend it all, I don't risk it all in one place. So what he would do is he would use a 2% rule to see how much he can play with for this particular investment that he's working with. 2% <clears throat> of $500,000 is $10,000. Now, now that he knows he has $10,000 of risk money that he can use for this particular investment, now he has to decide, is this investment worth the $10,000? Do the numbers match? And if the numbers match, then he's good to go. But let's say they want more than $10,000 um, to put down on this particular investment. They want $20,000. Well, now Uncle Jerome has a few options. He can back out the deal. He can say, okay, let me go double my play money, which will double my 2%. Or he can say, I don't want to, I don't want to back out. I don't have time. I don't have the time to double it at this time. So let me go find a partner. So there's a few different ways that he can your the 2% rule allows you to be able to make decisions. Now, before Uncle Jerome even decided this is the apartment complex he wanted, he already knew what he wanted his return on investment to be. He's looking to he's looking for his return, his ROI to be at least about 4000 a month. You know, he want to cover his expenses and have some extra play money to travel with the wife. You know, do the things they want to do. Go out, go out to dinner, maybe twice a week, once a week. You know, he want to be, he want to be able to just sit at his house and watch TV if he wants to, and not have to worry about anything. If he want to get up and fly to Paris, he can do that too. And because he set this goal, he now knows what to, what numbers will work for his goal. So him knowing the 2% rule is also letting him know, okay, for this particular deal, you only have $10,000 to work with. So you could either walk away, double your play money, or find a partner. If the numbers work, it's in a really good location. It's cash flowing wonderfully. And he's done all the numbers and he's like, you know what? This ROI is what I want. He can sit back and say, okay, this is what I want. I have 10000 So what I can do is, well, you know what? Let me call Law. Hey, Law, I have a property. This is what it looks like. These are the numbers. The numbers work. And of course, you're going to send it all to Law. So Law can run his numbers too. 
Because we know law follow his money. <laughs> and law's going to look at it and law's going to go through his 2% rule. And he's like, okay, you know what, Jerome? I got it. <laughs> he says, sure do. So you know what, Uncle Jerome? I got it. So how are we going to do this? And they come together and they decide, okay, you know what? Let's do this. Let's put together a limited liability partnership. Let's put this apartment complex into this partnership. This partnership only focus on this property. And then since we're putting in 50-50, we're going to split it 50-50 because we did the numbers. We both, because before before Uncle Jerome even canceled all his problems, what he wanted his ROI to be. And the numbers worked. Both of them get what they want. They're both putting in. They both know each other. They have a wonderful relationship. Because remember, when you partner with somebody, you can't just partner with anybody now. It's marriage. And just like a marriage, when you get money involved, then you want to make sure the integrity is on the up and up. And so they've gone through the process. They've vetted each other. They know each other. It's been years. They both know. Law follow his money. Or so Jerome follow his money. He's good on this. We both got integrity. All right, let's do this. And they, so they decide they're going to go into partnership together. And in this partnership, they're like, okay, I'm not going to work the property. You're not going to work the property. So let's go, let's go get quotes from three people before we close this and find out. And they're going to go through that whole process. But that 2% rule helps you on so many levels. Especially if you all, but, but the key point before you do anything in real estate is to know your goals. What is your goal for the property? Are you just buying it to have an asset that pays for itself? Are you buying it to retire? Are you going to buy it, uh, fix it, and flip it? You can do apartments like that too. There's no it's expensive, but it's lucrative. What, are, what is my goal for this property? And once you know your goal for the property, then the numbers, if the numbers work, they work. If they don't, eh, time to move on. So that's what the 2% rule is. And then we talked about a 2%, doing the 2% rule with a stop loss order. Now remember, the stop loss order is exactly what it says. The stop loss order is a type of order used by traders or investors to limit their loss or lock in a profit on an existing position. So the stop loss order stops you from losing your money and it locks in where you already are. So as the market shifts, you don't hurt. When the position inside of the market shifts, you don't hurt. So using the 2% rule, um, the 2% rule, using the 2% rule with the stop loss order, let's say if the return, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a smaller number for this one. Uh, so let's say you, you risk $1,000. Actually, I'm going to actually have Antonio break down this. Because when I did my notes on this, I, I did not do a good job on this part. And I think I remember why. <laughs> but you can use your 2% rule with your stop order um, to, to, to stop basically so you don't lose money. The 
market shifts on a consistent basis and you don't want to lose the money in that shift. So the top order text is that. So that's the 2% rule, which to me, I, I think it's absolutely wonderful rule because it helps you. It really helps you determine what you're going to do once you get all your numbers together. Now we're going to move into the 1% rule and what you should know before you start investing with the 1% rule. One second, Mr. Antonio. And I think this is the link for. Oh, Antonio. Okay, y'all. I mean, I'm going to put Antonio is doing a live interview on the Diamond Empowerment Women of Connection Network. And here, I'm going to send you guys this link. So that way you can click on it um, and enjoy it and, and watch that after you finish. This is it's actually started. Let me. Uh oh, okay, there we go. All right, so he is now live. Yeah, I'll share my screen so you guys can see this. There we go. So he's about to get started on there. Um, I will in no shape or fashion feel offended if you were to log off and go watch the interview. So don't think <laughs> I will be, I will not be offended in any shape, form, or fashion. And Dr. Trask, I just saw her make a comment. So Dr. Trask is doing double duty. <laughs> All right. So the one percent rule. Let me pull that page back. Okay, so now we're moving into the 1% rule. When it comes to the 1% rule, oh, there it is. Okay, so when it comes to the 1% rule, when you invest, um, of course, you expect to make some money, right? You're not just investing just to be like, hey, you know, here's my money, go play with it. <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to give it back to me. No, we're not looking at it to do that. Um, so with the 1% rule, the 1% rule of real estate investing measures the price of the investment property against the gross income it will generate. Now we've gone over the 1% rule again. Remember when we did the back of the envelope, uh, the back of the envelope formula, the 1% rule was in there. So I'm not going to spend too much time on this and just going over it. But again, 
it uh, it's a wonderful tool to help you for to calculate the one percent rule. You just you, you just multiply the purchase price of the property by one percent. And even easier, just rule the comma, two spaces to the left. So let's say you have a property that you're buying that's $150,000. If you multiply that by the 1% rule, it's $1,500. Using the 1% rule, then you should find a mortgage that has a monthly payment of about like $1,500 or less. And then again, you do the, the, forced, uh, the forced appreciation and you raise rents and you cover that a month. So the, again, the 1% rule, uh, if an investment property passes the 1% rule, this is what it looks like. You have a property of $200,000, and historically, they charge like $2,500 a month for the rent. Well, per the 1% rule, the monthly rent should be equal to or greater than $2,000 per month which means $2,500 a month is the 1% rule. Because of course, your mortgage is going to, first you did the, first you did the math, 2% rule said, your 1% rule said, okay, we put a mortgage about two days a month. You're like, okay, cool. And you, so it chart, it, it passes that because you're looking at a property that, that has $500 you have 500 extra coming in a month if your mortgage is 2000 Now for one that does not pass the 1% rule, same same house, $100,000. Normally they charge 1,800 a month for rent. Well, this property wouldn't pass because the monthly rent is less than $2,000. And based on the 1% rule, it should be 2,000 and above between 2,000 and 2,000. So if that doesn't work, then you need to look for a home that's about $180,000 or a property that's about $180,000. So the 1% rule helps you determine how much your monthly, your monthly will be. But when doing the 1% rule and you're investing, you're not only just doing how much you're charging for the property. Excuse me, remember, you want to calculate in closing costs. You want to calculate in your renovation because when you go to a bank to get the money, you're not on, you're not just going for that two hundred thousand. You're gonna go talk to the bank and be like, "Hey, renovations are about a hundred thousand, so can we look at about four hundred thousand dollars? I mean, about four hundred thousand dollars about a property." Because what you also want to do is have money in the bank to cover expenses just in case something major happens after you purchase. Because we've already gone over what to what expenses to incorporate. Your, your monthly expenses would be your taxes, your, uh, your repairs, things like that. But what if you buy this property and then two months later, a major storm comes in and knocks the roof off? Well, you're going to do renovations to the roof anyway, but you have to do extra now because you're missing part of a roof on three different buildings. You didn't calculate that into your renovations. So you want to make sure you're able to take care of that. So that 1% rule helps you not only with the purchase, but you don't just 
you don't just focus on the closing, you don't just focus on the price of the apartment complex when you're doing the 1% rule, you also want to incorporate your closing costs and your repairs in that as well. And remember when we did the back of the envelope, we talked about the gross rent multiplier. So if your property is two hundred thousand dollars and you charge two thousand five hundred for the month, then your annual gross gross rental income you're looking at thirty thousand dollars, which is two thousand five hundred times twelve, and that's how much you have coming in. And to find your gross rent multiplier, you take two hundred thousand dollars and divide that by thirty. And now you're looking at six point seven six point six seven. That's that would be your rate for that. So with your gross multiplier, again, you know that helps you know what you what like it gauges the amount of time it takes to pay off the investment. And you have your seventy percent rule. Your seventy percent rule is uh, what happens after your repair your after repair value minus any extra repair cost because you want to make sure when you calculate the seventy percent rule. Wait, did we go over the seventy percent rule with the back of envelope? Numbers, formula. You have to remind us that I don't remember. Okay, well, I'll go over it again. For the 70% rule, if you're looking to purchase the apartment complex and sell it, then you should pay no more than 70% of the after repair value minus the repair the after repair value. So let's after repair value is basically I'm buying a house or I'm buying an apartment complex or a property for $150,000. And I'm going to put $30,000 into it. That's going to ink, and what I'm going to put in is going to increase the value of it. But if I'm buying it, it's $150,000 and I'm adding $30,000 into it, then the actual value of the house is 150000 and And once I add the value into it, I should, after I add $30,000 into it and I'm looking at the property and I'm like, okay, now that I've added this to it, the houses around here are the same value, but now the value of what I added to it bumps it up to like 200000 Then you take the 200000 you multiply that by the 0. 0.7. And that lets you know the maximum amount that you should spend on purchasing a home and making the repairs. So you know you don't want to pay. So let's say it's 150000 I multiply that by the 70%. 150000 times 70% comes out to 105000 So I should not, the maximum I should spend on that property is $105,000. Excuse me, I did my math completely wrong on that. Let me go back. Purchase a property for $150,000. When using the 70% rule, you multiply that $150,000 by the 70% rule, that comes out to $105,000. So I know not to spend over $105,000 on this house. And, uh, and be careful with, and then you want to also include, and then you subtract the repair costs from that. So $150,000 is what the house costs. I'm going to multiply that by the 70%. That brings me to $105,000. And then I'm going to subtract 
$30,000 from that because if I have to come in and make all of these repairs, I'm going to subtract that from the post. I'm going to subtract that from the price anyway because if you're not going to make the repairs, I need to. I'm not going to pay you the full amount in for repairs and too. I'm going to subtract the cost of repairs from this property. It's $30,000. So that brings me up to $75,000. So I know when I send out when I send out, I'm okay, I'll buy this property from you, but I'm not buying it more than seventy-five thousand dollars. I'm gonna share my calculator so we can go over. Right. If y'all if y'all have questions or if you've gone through this process and you're like, hey D, I got something I want to add to it. I need your mic and say, hey D, like get my attention. Okay, so I'm going to share my, cal my calculator with you. Okay. So I'm going to do one. He's like, you know what? I want this property. But let me do the 70% rule so I know how much I should actually pay for the property. So the property he's looking at is it's a duplex, it's a, it's a fourplex for. $950,000. Okay, make sure I have my all my zeros there. So what he's going to do is he's going to multiply that by 70%. So now he knows, okay, I shouldn't do no more than $655,000 for this house, for this, this fourplex. But with this fourplex, I'm going to have to put in at least about $90,000 worth of repairs into it. So he's going to subtract $90,000 from that, that, that $600,000. And now he knows, okay, so the offer that I'm going to put in on this property is going to be $575,000, and I'm not going over that. So now what he's doing is he's protecting himself. It's like, look. I'm buying this property, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put in more than this. And I still have to do the repairs. So not only am I gonna pay this whole process, but I have to subtract these repairs. So I'm gonna give you the six hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. You can take it and you can leave it, but they know what you want to do. But this is all I'm doing. And it helps you from overpaying for properties that are overpriced. I've literally we sent a four place to Louisa. And she and the numbers the numbers worked and she looked at it and she was like, hmm. She's like, Are y'all do y'all really want this area? I mean, y'all really want this property? And I told her, so Antonio told me to send it to you. And she was like, I was like, what's wrong with it? She said, No. It's it's a good deal. She said, but it's overpriced for this area. And we and I was like, oh, I want Antonio know. Because the thing is, area can be great. It can be overpriced, but if we decided that we wanted to, we, we're all, if we do the 70% rule, there's a tractor renovation, but it's overpriced for the area, we're still paying too much. But that's the importance of also having an agent with you. Because they'll let you know, hey, yeah, it's a great property. Well, overpriced for the area, but it's a great property. She's always going to think about it. So that's the 70%. Now we've gone over the 2% rule. Um, we've gone over the 1% rule. 
Now, bottom line, you want to understand your numbers before you go through everything. You want to make sure that you're calculating your numbers right. So now we're gonna go over a real uh, a rental property cash flow statement. You wanna know how your property is cash flow? So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna start with the basics. So the purchase price of the property is three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. You're putting down 22%, $65,000, and you're financing $260,000. Now, the mortgage for this property is a 30-year loan, and 2.5% with principal interest, and the payment comes out to like $1,643 a month. Now, when you add the taxes and the insurance, at the time of the purchase, it's at $3,600 a year. Or remember, I said you want to break that down and put that into your monthly expenses. Or you're looking at $300 a month for a total of $1,943. And that's the $300 that you add to the $1,643 a month to the mortgage. To the mortgage. So you're looking at you're looking at an expense of $1,943 a month for this property. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. That includes the taxes and the insurance, the principal and the interest for the loan that you have. One thousand nine hundred forty-two dollars a month. So will the cash flow of this property cover that expense? Because if it doesn't, you don't want to do it. Because then you're coming out of pocket. That's not a problem. Nobody wants to lose money. <laughs> you know. So what we do, so what you do is you calculate the cash flow. Now you're seeing the steady rent. The rent is coming in. They're doing what it's supposed to do. You add about like six percent. You add a six percent vacancy rate, and you're like, okay, I'm doing good. All the units are the same. That's rare, but just for this example, all the units are the same. So we're looking at. Depending on what area you live in, about $900 for one bedroom. 
So all the units on the property are nine hundred dollars. They're all one bedrooms. And so now we easily calculate the gross rental income. Now remember, you're at um, you're only at six percent vacancy, which is awesome. That means you're at ninety-four percent full occupancy, which is more in building. Trust me, every apartment complex at least wants ninety-four percent. At least you at one hundred, you sell. So this is how we you would calculate the cash flow from the property. So now, how much do I have coming in every month? So let's say I have a fourplex. It's $900 a month for one bedroom, and I have four units. And I will multiply that by 12. Okay, pull out the calculator. All right, here we go. Clear my calculator. Okay. So I have four units at $900 a month times four. So each month, I got $3,600 coming in. How much am I getting here? Multiply that by 12. So I have $43,200 coming in annually. Now remember, my mortgage payment was $1,643 and taxes and insurance is $300. So we're looking at $1,943 of that is an expense. So if that's how much I'm paying, let's do the math on that. We have $1,943 that I'm paying out as an expense. We're going to multiply that by 12. So annually, I'm paying out. $23,316 annually. So, so far, I know I'm looking at $43,300. So, right now, I'm looking at profit of $19,884. That's not including the other expenses. It's not including the other expenses. So we're looking at 19884 Let me stop sharing my screen. Now, the, again, that's just the mortgage, the insurance, and the tax. We haven't factored in the other expenses yet. Thank you, Grace. <laughs> we haven't factored in the other, the other expenses yet. And remember what all those other expenses were? Remember, not only do we need to calculate the mortgage and the insurance and all that, but we also needed to, we also need to calculate the property management fees, the HOA fees, the, re, the, the, the repairs. We need to, well, we need to calculate in there. So we took what the previous owner was spending in repair expenses and it averaged about 1000 $700 a year. Let's go back and do this math. Okay. DJ is doing good, doing good on the music today. Get it first in the race. Okay. So let's go through this math again. I have four units for $900 a month. 
So monthly, I'm bringing in $3,600. Annually, I'm bringing in $43,200. My mortgage and insurance and taxes average out to $1,943 a month. Annually, I'm looking at this coming out to $23,316 a year. But at this point, that's one of my major expenses. I already know how much the property profits. So I'm going to take the $43,200 and I'm going to subtract the $23,316. And now I know that my net, my, my net income, my net profit from this property is $19,884 before additional expenses. Now, the previous owner said, hey, I averaged about $1,700 a year in repairs. Okay, so now I'm going to subtract, because he said a year. So now I'm going to subtract that $1,700. So now I'm looking at a profit of $18,184 annually. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, one of the things that we also need to focus on is with that seven, that seventeen hundred, we can take that and break that up into monthly, and put that like put that in the bank somewhere, and that will be one of our monthly expenses. So we're looking at one hundred and forty-two dollars a month that we put aside a month for repairs, and we're not going to miss it because we already know it's coming out anyway. But let's say, okay, so now we're looking at, we go back to this number, we've got 43,200. Um, 43,200 is what comes in a month, what comes in annually for rent. We have 23,316 that we're taking from it because that's our mortgage, insurance, and taxes. So we're looking at 19,884 that hits the bank for us. And, but then we also have to think about the expenses that come out. And the, again, the previous owner said, I averaged about 1,700 annually. So we're gonna subtract 1,700. Gonna subtract somewhere. Did somebody write down that number? <laughs> Let's just go through the web all over again. 23316. Okay, so now we know after the after repair expenses, after we have after we take out the mortgage, the insurance, and the taxes, we're looking at an income of a profit of $17,984 a month on this property. Now, mind you, somebody's going to move out. That's going to be an expense for us until somebody moves back in. So let's say your vacancy loss is estimated at 6% of the rent. So that comes out to maybe like $2,592 per year. So we already know when we get a vacancy, depending on how long is vacant? We're looking at we want to budget in 
the possibility of a $2,592 annual expense for that visa. So we're sitting at $17,984. So we're going to subtract $2,592 from that annual. And now we're looking at, now we can sit down and look at this property. Like, okay, so with the estimated loss that we're going to take for vacancy, with the estimated uh, repair uh, repairs that we have coming out, with the mortgage, the taxes, and the insurance coming out, we're looking at bringing in $15,392 annually on this property. And mind you, we started off at 43200 Four units at $900 a month. So now, you say, okay, cool, we got that part. But then you also have to calculate in any miscellaneous, any advertising costs, and so now you also want to think about okay things have we have to advertise if, if we have a vacancy we got to advertise the property so we can fill the vacancy so that's going to be possible then we have to calculate you know okay i don't want to run this property that's a cost you have to pay somebody to come and manage it for you every month and then any miscellaneous things. What if you want to send birthday cards to your to your tenant? You only have four of them. Might as well make it so special. Then you up the rent. You have a problem anyway. So let's say you you spending about six hundred dollars a year on miscellaneous and advertising things, and and um, you give someone to just kind of keep it out on the property for you, two hundred dollars a month. Where you all they do they drive by make sure it looks straight they collect the rent make your deposit for you and they go home and you can actually do that for a duplex you don't need a management firm to hire one person to manage it just like to hire one person to manage your own property so we take the so we're taking the fifteen thousand after we subtracted everything else out of it and we're going to subtract that additional 600. So now we're looking at $14,792 of income, of cash flow that we have coming to. But I have a question. Does that work for you? Are you okay with an extra $14,792 in your bank a year? If you want to get to the nitty gritty, let's go ahead and divide that by 12. You're looking at $1,233 a month. So when you know your numbers, you can do that. You say, okay, I'm looking at about an extra $1,200 coming in a month. Can I, can I, am I, am I okay with $1,200 extra coming in a month? You know, the property stays at 100% dollar share. You know, that may fluctuate a couple of hundred dollars here and there, depending on what miscellaneous charges come out. But are you, can you be okay with that? And does that work? So when you know your numbers, when you're calculating the cash flow on a rental property, now you know, okay, so this is how much I've got coming in. Now for bigger properties, it's bigger numbers and bigger expenses. But the formula is still the same. 
it, it gets a little more technical when you have one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom. Would y'all like me to do the math on an apartment complex that has multiple multiple style units or y'all got the numbers? I know it's a Friday, we all quiet this morning. I do understand, trust me. I'm ready for a nap myself. It's only nine o'clock, okay? <laughs> so do y'all do y'all get the numbers now, now that I've pulled off the calculator and flowed over it with you? Because you know, Uncle Jerome okay with the extra $200 coming in a month, you know? That's an extra. <laughs> I mean, that's a it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Um, yeah. I understand. Um and I guess it would it would really be um of course, you know, dependent on how big the apartment complex is. If if you have like an apartment complex that's got, you know, like 30 of, of them, then of course that's gonna be different because but I, I like um the four five ones at least starting out before I before I got even more comfortable with how everything would need to be you know um I know me I would probably start off with probably a, a three or four probably a four four apartments because I'm like okay and if I can if I can roll with the four then I'll be able to do a 12 or to do a a 20 something so um and then the monstrosity where i live <laughs> so um but they've got one on every like a little cul-de-sacs they've got at least 40 here in this complex that i'm in so um it does make sense it kind of does give me something to to think about um because of course if the numbers work then everything else works because numbers never lie so yeah it helps it definitely helps Awesome. I'm so happy. So very happy. So very happy. I want to show y'all something uh, along the lines of what Renee was just saying. She said, you know what? I'll start off with, you know, four. Now, I have not seen this property, but I think I'm going to ride down there this weekend. It's up in Galveston. This is a four-unit apartment building that's for sale for $500,000. It's already telling you upfront 25% return on investment short-term rental. Cap rate 25%. I just want to drive by. I demand with listings on Airbnb, Verbio, and oh, that's how do I? They, they already have it listed. So it's telling you, we already cash flow. It's telling you this large two bedroom, one bath unit. They've already put $30,000 towards the kitchen, the furnishings, and the bath fixtures. The larger units sleep six plus. Uh, they're not competing with hotel. Cash out refinance early in project. It gave it gives an executive summary on it. But what I want to show you guys is well, all of this is important. Trust me, because look, it's telling you plans. Oh, look, it's that's why. That's why they haven't even started construction on it yet. Construction is December twenty twenty three, December twenty twenty four. Is giving you all of this information. Net operating income four point forty five million. Cap rate of five point five percent. Look at this. Gross rental income one hundred thirty four thousand four hundred. 
effective gross income. The taxes on it, $5,000. Operating expenses, $4,400. So you're looking at your total expenses of $9,400. See, they did the math for you, which I think is actually absolutely awesome. And if you scroll down some more, it gives you more information on it. price per unit, price of the property. Now, I have to admit, for something that looks like this, right here, because I know exactly where this is, like exactly where this, this is. Is it, already, is it already built? No, Grace, not yet. They're building, they're going to start building next year, December. Oh, okay, it's that's why. Of 61st Street. You know that's where, why I don't look familiar. Okay. <laughs> was, you didn't hear me when I said I hadn't seen this as many times as I drove in the galaxy. But Tarjay is over here. You know where that, that uh, not T-Mobile, but that's not Sprint. Verizon is? Yes. It's right in that area. Oh, okay. That's where they're building in that. Because they have an apartment complex right over here that I absolutely think is gorgeous. Oh, wow. But yeah, they're building it right in this area. So it, what I'm trying to explain to you guys is this is going to be in a high traffic area. One issue they may one issue they may have to deal with is how people are going to get in and out uh, during holidays because this is 45 coming into Galveston. This is the first main street off of 45 in Galveston. Everybody in their mama turn right on 61st Street to go to the beach. This is an extremely high traffic area. The only way you can go when you come out is this way. There's only one way you can go. How they gonna bring them in? I don't know, but there's only one way out. So it's in a high, it's, and these are the things you have to consider when you are considering an apartment complex. Those are the things you have to consider. Am I, uh, how, how it, are my residents going to have an issue flowing in and out of this apartment complex? Because I can tell you now, when I used to go look for apartments, I looked at the area, the very first apartment I ever got my dad was with me. I was 20 years old, two years old. I was 20. My daddy told me, you either move to Galveston with me or you find your own place. I moved up to Houston in an area that you do not want to party in at night. At the time, it was okay. You know, it was, it was okay for me. My dad, okay, with the apartment on this. I knew it was okay. But it had multiple exits. It wasn't on the main street. I could get in and out. It was literally a long, I could walk to the grocery store and back. I could walk to my favorite Chinese spot and back. It was like perfect. But I've also looked at apartments where I'm driving. I'm like, oh, this looks nice. But where's the entrance? Where's the exit? How am I going to get? How am I going to get out? It's a lot of traffic on the street and I'll be driving. Like I go through the whole process in my head while driving. So imagine what people are doing when they look at your property. You have some people that don't care. They'll pay for the, they'll pay for the amenities before they pay for the convenience. That's just like people who have houses with drivers on a main street. I've seen people who like the main street and they have to back out of their driveway onto the main street just to just to you know get get on the road. So that's something you want to look at. Go ahead and see when I see uh see your hand up. Yeah. Um 
also, I was looking, it's right near water and I don't know how close to the ocean and, you know, the risk of having something there with all the hurricanes and things. I can tell you right now, Miss Susan, this is a, this opens up to the Gulf. Like it, you have this right here, then you kind of, you go around it a little bit, you, but if you keep going this way, that's all water. And they're like in back in this area over here, there's some apartment complexes, but it's all water connected because it, it goes around like in between Moody Gardens, like it it goes like around there, and the 61st Street leads leads straight to the beach. So it's like on it's literally on yeah, water. and but, then you know you get the inland water that continues. Right now, what's happening here? in the Orlando area is all the rivers and streams and lakes, they're, they're still flooding. It's, they're still rising and flooding more. And, you know, people are still stranded, you know, and this is, you know, inland. So, and of course we know, you know, what happens when you're right on the ocean, but that's what I was considering, especially Galveston because you know, just you're really surrounded by water. So I don't know how you guys feel about purchasing there or, you know, what what your strategies are. One of one of the wonderful things since Hurricane Ike is everything is built. Grace helped me with, I think if I remember correctly, seven to 10 feet off the ground and you can't put anything there. I believe that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, you can't put, like, even the new apartment complexes that they're building on, on um, Broadway itself, which is the main street, they're, like, seven feet off the ground. Like, that is a requirement for all buildings now. If your home is in a flooding, is in a flood zone, the city had actually went back and raised a lot of the houses. Like, my uncle, they stay all the way, Grace will know what I'm saying when I say this, they stay all the way out, oh, Spencer, my uncle Spencer, they sell they sell out oh and a half, and there's a huge like deep ditch behind them, and that whole area flooded. It flooded. Uh, yeah, this, they, they do have super high insurance. Monica's right, super high insurance, but um, their house actually flooded. There was, if I remember correctly. Because they, they said they put all of like the pictures and everything on the mattresses. So if it did flood, the mattresses will float up. But they have water just about to the ceiling. They raised that. They raised, when they rebuilt the house, they raised it themselves like about three or four feet. The city came back and added extra seven feet to that. So now not only do, so they don't even have stairs that go straight up. Like on the side of the house, there's a winding staircase. <laughs> there's like a winding ramp. They don't even have stairs. This is a winding rail. They don't even. They didn't even bother with that because it's so high the up. Though, when when it's a storm storm surge and it's coming in all at once, it will just doesn't matter how high up it is. It's just going to wash you away. Right. No, you're the, right. It's gone. Um, yeah. That's what's down here. Just gone. Now you're so, absolutely right, Miss Susan. That's what I was wondering about for real estate you know, near the water like that. And when I saw that one, just the, the water there and knowing how Galveston floods. Um, 
for me personally, there's a reason I don't live on the island anymore for that reason. I am, I used to be, I'm not, I'm not scared anymore because, but I don't, I, I saw the aftermath of Ike and it, it hurt going back home because a lot of things that were there were not, they're not there anymore. And the, the island looked a lot different, but they're, they're completely, now it, again, it all, if, one of the important things to think about when you're purchasing an apartment complex. Does this area flood a lot? Are there a lot of storms in this area? And like Monica said, you have super high insurance. And then you have to be careful because you can have wind insurance and it rained a lot and the roof comes in and you're like, well, the reason why it rained a lot was because the wind took the shingles off and the the water seeped through and da, 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 and they're like well no that's water damage we don't cover that like you have to be careful because my dad went through that like so not only do you have to have wind insurance if you have if you have a storm that hits and your house gets flooded it, yeah exactly grace if you if you have storm insurance and your house gets flooded, they're like, oh, well, we can't cover that part because that's, you need flood insurance to cover that. Like they really, they will really, they will really mess with you. So you have to have wind insurance. You have to have storm insurance. You have to have flood insurance. Like I'm going to say rain insurance because I, I don't know. I don't know if they, so there's a, you have, when you are purchasing an apartment complex, you have to factor in all of these things. Just like if you live in a place where there's a lot of earthquakes, okay. I don't know what type of insurance that they have to do, but I'm sure you have to calculate in, okay, is this an active area? When was this property built? Was it built to withstand this level of an earthquake? Just like we have to think down here, okay, will this will this house withstand a hurricane five, a category five hurricane? Like, will it will it still be here when we come back? And like Miss Susan said, <laughs> you know, and like Miss Susan said, if, if, if that storm surge come in, that water and that rain and the wind all together, and it just pushes through, you may just wash it on away. You may have a central block there, but you may not have a house on top of it. Yeah, and the, they're even right now, you know, the flood insurance things, people aren't going to get what they even think they're going to get out of the flood insurance. So that's not even a guarantee of anything. Exactly. Thank you. And thank you so much, Ms. Susan, because you have to think about all of that when you're purchasing an apartment complex. You have to think of the, what type of it. For this area, what type of, it's just like when you're buying a house. Is this apartment complex in a flood zone? Is this apartment complex in the tornado alley? Like these are things you have to, these are things you have to really consider. If so, what kind of insurance do I need to buy for it? Okay, awesome. Will this insurance break me or will this insurance you know, because you, you want insurance, period. It's better to have and not need than to need and not have, point blank. Well, that's my dad taught me. <laughs> but these are the things that you want to consider. 
these are the things you want to consider. Okay, so now look, let's look at this one. Let's look at this property. So this says, that looked like one whole house to me, but it says it's a four unit apartment building. Houseway. Units one and four have been rehabbed. New flooring, kitchen cabinets and roof and everything. So I can tell, okay, it's a new roof. Okay, awesome. Let's scroll over and see what else we got going on with it. Okay, so they have a units in the back too. Okay, it's all upgraded. So now I know I can just, I can come in. They've upgraded it. From, and from what it looks like, because they just rehab two units, I'm at 50% occupancy or 50% vacancy, however you want to do it. And then if these are units, if these are the least units, okay. Now I have to go in and do some inspection because I have to make sure, because what happens in one unit will seep over to the next. And look, the tenants of units two and two through three had been there for at least six years and they are month to month. Units one and four are on a one-year lease, new constructions all around. So they've been there for six years. So now if I go in and I up this rent, what can I do for them? So when I up the price, oh, they want to actually, they want home. They're not going to give me these numbers over here, but, but what am I, like, I have to go in here and I have to up this rent. So what can I do for units two and two and three since they've been there for six years that will say, hey, and I'm uh, I'm going to assume this building right here is one and four and this building back here is two and three. That's what it looks like. So these are things that you have to consider. I saw somebody unmuted. Right, go ahead, A. Shelley. Oh, my apologies. Oh, <laughs> no worries. So these are so when you're calculating your rent, the numbers on your rental property, these are the things that you want to look at. And that's why I showed that property because I mean it, it had it broken down for you. It had it broken down wonderfully. So that's how you would calculate the rent on the property. So now let's look at how you calculate your break-even point on a rental property we we want to know okay when do i break even at what point at what point do i break even so i can start getting my money back right so let me pull up my notes y'all give me one second okay so when how do I calculate my break even point? How do I calculate when what I put in what I put in starts getting to the point where I start coming it comes start coming back into my pocket? Okay, so let's assume that we purchased the property. Oh, let me share my calculator, y'all. Do y'all have any questions or are y'all, I'm only asking because y'all are like super duper quiet this morning. Are, are, do y'all have any questions? Are y'all are y'all catching everything or do I need to go back and repeat something? Uh, Deanna, I need some. I need
I need some more sleep. I, I do understand that too. Tell oh. me. Okay, I just I I just need to ask a question because the, the instructor keep asking about questions, so I need some more sleep. <laughs> trust me, trust me, I do understand. Me and the kid this morning was like, look. I said, hey, time to get up. He's like, already? <laughs> yes, already. And mommy feels the same way, okay? At least you get to take a nap in the car. I have to, I have to stay awake for both of us, okay? Hey, I don't have, this is Dolores, great morning. I don't have any questions right now. Um, of course, I'm getting ready for my event. So if you could yeah. share information um, with me whenever you get a chance, just email it to me. And then also, I just want to, let you guys know that my app is up. You guys can download it now. I'm still working on it, so it ain't completely completely done, but you can download it, okay? <laughs> so, can, you, can you give us the name of this app or send us the Oh, yeah, it's Divine Connections Magazine, and I'll put some links in the chat as soon as Please I get a chance. Do. And thank you. And also, um, I'm nominated um, for Media Publication of the Year for... What's the company? Um, Dunamis Award. So I'll put that link in there as well for you guys to vote. And you can go to the you can go to the specific category. You don't have to do all the categories. You just go to my category, media publication of the year. Click on Divine Connection, submit, um, and that's unlimited up until October twenty second. So just want to share that good news with you guys. Come on, y'all, look at this. You Yeah. Now listen, it's not all the way done. So <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. But it's there. Look, I it is download. You see that little that little line over the top? Yeah, and make sure, look, make sure y'all create a profile because it'll kind of be like a mini Facebook inside. You guys will be able to chat and conversate with people and connect, all that good stuff. Look at yeah. that. I love my app. I love it. Awesome. Oh, Thank you, Renee. I haven't been able to do mine. My phone is broke. It's okay, it's coming. Yes, it is awesome. Somebody, somebody, somebody sent me a, a message on there already. I said, "Oh, sweet." Yeah, it's pretty cool. Thanks. Can you repeat it? I would love to go on it. What was the? Um, how do you get to it? So, if you go to your Google Play or your Apple uh, Play, just type in Divine Connections Magazine, and I'll put the link in the chat. So, just just give me your, your multitasking. So, just, and it is in Discord. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Congratulations. Oh, whoop, whoop. Thank you. I've been waiting for six months to get this thing finished. You go, girl. <laughs> At least oh. it's up. Now, work in progress. Congratulations. Thank you. For both the Linsoms and Mr. Loris, Antonio, so we were supposed to be flying out there last week and this week, but with everything going on with his mom, we're going to have to reschedule and come out. So, unfortunately, we're going to miss. Dolores' event. I'm it's sad. understandable. Look, take care of her. It's all good. Take care of her. We love yeah. you. We understand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we'll definitely be uh, rescheduling to come back out. Uh, yesterday was a bad day. You know, she, uh, Miss Linda fell twice, but it's it was a, a just it was just a bad day. Yeah. You know, and for those of you who have being caregivers you understand what I say when I say it was a bad day so so yeah just just keep and keep keep grace grace had a bad night as caregivers 
y'all know what it mean what I mean when you see what I say it was a bad day and it was a bad night so just continue to send positive energy their ways because it's yeah just send positive energy Grace freaked me out she called me at nine something last night <laughs> I was like Grace definitely keeping you guys in prayer for sure thank Absolutely. you praying yeah. with you guys thank y'all so much yeah grace called me last night she and grace doesn't call me that late so every every time when she called me i wait to hear the tone in her voice and when she say hey i'm like okay we good <laughs> but when she called me this morning she's like hey d and i was like you all right and that's when she started she said is it okay if i just keep my keep my camera off we had a long had a rough night i was like yeah i was like they'll get over it if they got a problem with it no offense y'all but still <laughs> no offense but still y'all don't be want to be on camera when y'all going through stuff <laughs> you hadn't slipped <laughs> shoot it's been a million times i don't want to turn I just, i've been wanting to turn this camera off and just lay my head down and take a nap with the volume up high so I can hear it. <laughs> so yeah, just keep, keep, keep Antonio and Grace. Keep them, keep them on your mind. Check on your strong friends. Please check on your strong friends. But congratulations, Dolores. Congratulations. And, and again, Thank you, Ms. Susan, because Ms. Susan brought up some very important things that you need to. I know, I know I'm supposed to be teaching y'all numbers, how to calculate numbers when it comes to your uh, most needed investment. But there's so much more than numbers that goes into it. Because when you, it's like buying a home but like 10,000% bigger because you have more than one door. And there's things that you have to consider because you want your money back. You want the you want back the investment you put into it. And depending on your goals, you want some extra money to hit your bank account too. So there's a lot of things that you have to factor in. Is it a place, is it a high traffic location? Can your will will it will will it stop your residents from getting in and out, like the property in Dallas? Do they have one entrance and one exit? Because if somebody's coming around that turn real fast and you're trying to come out, a lot of people are not going to want to deal with that. You're gonna your rollover is going. You're gonna have a decent rollover. You don't want that. Is it a high flood area? Because you have first and second floor residents. You have to focus, you have to, you have to think about the same stuff that you would think about buying a house. Yes, it is an investment property, but you don't want to lose money on this investment. Does it flood? Because if it floods, and I mean floods, do you have the insurance to cover it? Are you going to make it a requirement for your residents to have flood insurance, to have renters insurance? 
is this yes this property is in a high traffic area but is it a, is it is it a dual property is it residential and commercial okay so if it's residential and commercial for the commercial aspect of it you have to make sure you don't put a business in there that's going to interrupt the flow of the residents if you put a business in there that deals with certain types of products and there's the smell that is always coming from this this particular business you're going to have complaints of your residents upstairs and eventually they're going to move out because they can't take it. And don't let them be close to the end of their lease. You're going to get your 60-day notice and they're going to call it a day. So there's a how much insurance, if I'm in a flood, if, if this place is normal, if storms hit this place all the time, how much is my insurance going to be? What types of insurances do I need to have? Do I need to have flood, flood, storm, and wind or do i just need to have wind and storm or do i need to have flooding and wind like what do i need to have like because this is stuff that's going to come out of your pocket these are going to be expensive if you know that hurricanes hit at least three times a year in your area then you need to calculate three times a year you're going to have major expenses and just and so you can put it in your budget so when it comes to buying your apartment complex, yes, you want to make sure the numbers match. But those numbers mean nothing if you can't keep the money, the money flowing. You can you can get into an apartment complex. You can buy an apartment complex and it's at like 90% occupancy. You're like, good, I just gotta fill up and you got it's a hundred units. You at 90% occupancy, which means you have 90 units uh rented, you got 10 vacant. You're like, good, I just gotta fill these 10. Then it just so happened, I have 10 applications waiting. What if the credit, what if the credit and background checks don't come back right? You gotta deny it. Not only that, what if all of a sudden there's a major drop in the home in the the, the home department, the, the the housing department, and people are able to buy houses back, 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 back. Like it's it's nothing to get into the house now. You have all these renters that are like, man, we've been waiting for a house. We just couldn't afford to get it. Now we can do it. So you just lost 20 residents at one time. Like these are all things that you, you need to think about. What if a major storm comes in and knocks off the roof and you then, or a major storm hit really bad and the, the wind and the rain was so bad that it caused a hole in the roof and it leaked through. And because your residents were smart and decided not to, they, they did a fill and suit and they got up and they left. But when they come home, the second floor has a hole in the roof and flooded. And because it flooded the top apartment, it leaked through and flooded the bottom apartment. You have to read like it's a lot. So you have to you have to think about a lot of things. Yes, numbers are wonderful, but you don't want to lose your money too. You don't want to lose your money too. All right, so what we will do is we will pick back up on Monday. I will be doing it from my home office on Monday because the kid has no school. Super excited. No school. <laughs> so we will pick back up on Monday, and Monday we will go into how to calculate your, your break-even points. We're going to calculate your break-even point. All right. Um, 
again, we have a lot of events going on. We have the full moon event tomorrow, uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I will repost the payment link for those of you who want to get involved. Let me go back to it. I would love to see you. I would, I would absolutely. Y'all all just fly down one time to us for a full moon event. That would be so much fun. Like we can go on the beach, we can have a bonfire, we can do s'mores. I mean, we can have a whole lot, just have a whole lot of fun. But full moon, but the full moon event is a Saturday, uh, tomorrow the eighth, seven p.m. Tomorrow the 8th at 7 p.m. Let me put the date in here too. There we go. And once, and if, if you have attended, please, if you um, pay for a ticket, please make sure that you text us uh, your name, phone number, email address, so we make sure we have the correct information that we send over to Ibrahim. Also, we have WonderCon coming up. So remember WonderCon. There you go, right there. December 12th through 16th, that's a Monday through a Friday, five days straight. Also, the Wanderers and Prisoners podcast, there's that information right there. Awesome sauce. It's a wonderful. There's also a donation link so you can donate um, to help provide for food and toiletries for the inmates in the TC Terrell unit. Um, also, we have the frame, the framework eleven week course. You can sign up for that, and you get your gifts. Oh, yay! Happy early birthday, mommy. Um, we also there was one more thing I did not want to. Oh, and then congratulations, to Dolores. Make sure that y'all go down below her link. I have already downloaded her link, and it is gorgeous. Look at that. Oh wait, no. It's purple. <laughs> no, right. Look, uh, come on, stop. Okay, look, there it is. There's the Divine Connections magazine link. Look at that beautiful logo at the top. Look at oh no, let me draw it now. Okay. Purple. I love that. I think that's so beautiful. And she said, make sure y'all create a profile. So there's your link to create your profile. Oh, look at that. There's your article. Yeah, you should, you should, you should, you should, you should read the one that, that um, where is your faith? You should read that one. Deanna. Where is your faith? Let's see. Ah, ah, nice graphic. I wonder who wrote this one. I don't know. Huh. Oh, look at that. Look at the writer of that one. Look at that. All right. Kingdom Writing Services, Ms. McQueen, Renee Lindstrom. Come on now. Look at that. All right. So make sure y'all download the app. And there was one, I'm missing something, y'all. I'm missing something. Oh, and then Kim, Kim Landry is doing uh, the donations i will post the flyer in discord and send it out to everyone if you want to if you can't physically bring non-perishables and toys and things like that 
you can send a monetary donation to that uh, cash app right there. And then here is Miss Kim's phone number. And you can also reach out to her if you want to volunteer. All right, everyone. I thank each and every one of you for joining me on this beautiful Friday morning. Uh, I look forward to seeing you all on Monday. And those of you that are going to be joining us for the full moon event, we will see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can plant better. You can dominate. Everyone have an amazing day, an amazing weekend, and we'll see you all later. Bye now. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Love you more, Mr. Phil. Love you more, Miss Susan. Thank you. Love you more. Love you all. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.